This is the Self Help Hipster Podcast, Season 4, Episode 4. 2020 Recap! <laughs> Here we are! What's up, Andrew? What's up, Liana? Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Extra Large 2020 Recap Self-Help Hipster Podcast episode. My name is Liana from theselfhelphipster.com. And my name is Andrew Chin from andrewchin.co. And today, at the end of December, after 2020, Andrew and I are doing a Recap Extra Large episode. That's right. Extra large episode extraordinaire. Extravaganza eleganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already so happy because today we're in a little studio and Andrew has this amazing apparatus that has little buttons that has little audio stuff. So my day is already perfect because we just used the motherfucking air horn. <laughs> For those of you who do not know, I am obsessed with the air horn sound. I think it's so stupid and perfect. So whenever I can do it, I try to yell it out, even though it makes no sense. All right, so today the episode is going to be a little bit different. Usually we talk about a self-help book, we talk about our pop culture pleasures and our obsessions, but today we're going to do things... Just our obsessions. Just sort of, yeah, we're just going to talk about what we've been obsessed with. No. So today the episode is more dedicated to the entire year, to our lives, to everyone's lives, to the big moments in pop culture, to our obsessions over the year, and of course, some favorite self-help books and lessons. So let us start it off. Andrew, my first question for you would be, what would be your word of 2020? What would be your word of the year? 99 problem. <laughs> wow. Okay, my French is not the best, but I would assume that you would be saying 99 problems. Yes. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. Explain. No. Um we have uh, a little funny mm-hmm. that um I don't know what happened. I every time this year I translate everything into French. French is your language of the year. French is my language of the year. Okay, okay. And I practiced uh, saying 99 problèmes. It's very (laughs) well done. J'ai 99 problèmes, mais une chienne n'est pas. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it chien, bitch? Yeah. I thought chien was dog. Yeah, but maybe that's dog, like a female, female dog. dog. Okay, sure. Okay, it's fine. like liter- literally. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, okay, I okay, don't okay. know what beach <laughs> is in French. So. Putain? Oh, no, that's whore. So, right? do you know what I'm seeing? That's why I yeah, literally mind. translate just because yes. that's funny as well. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started saying COVID-19. That's really cute. I, I like that a lot. I, I like that a lot. It gives it a little je ne sais quoi, yeah, should we say. Exactly. Mm, yeah. What is nice. your word of the year? Well, my word of the year would be in the, um, um, do you know the Bo Burnham show slash album? And that's just called What? Ah, My word of 2020 would be What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. You said that a lot. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Every time I looked around at my life, at everyone's lives, at the year, at all the events that transpired, I would be just like, What? What? <laughs> and like not always like completely baffled, but still things were weird this year. 
Really? <laughs> hadn't noticed. Hadn't noticed. In these totally normal times, <laughs> I had not noticed. No, I, I think this year had a lot of beautiful things, but more on like our individual lives. But overall, it was just a year where everyone was just sort of like slack jawed or clenched jawed, looking around at what the world had done and what every everywhere, every country, every government was doing. <laughs> and it was just a really, really weird year that just had me going what? All what? the time. Yeah. Or just what? Because things were a little crazy. I think um, malarkey. Is Malar- nice oh, that's a really nice word. I love that word. Mal- malarkey. Malarkey. That's a good word. It's a pretty word. I love that word. So, what? And say, say what? yours again. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Say what again. Say what again. <laughs> you know where that's from? No. Pulp Fiction. I have never seen Pulp Fiction. Oh my god. I know, it's awful. There's a couple of movies I realized that I've never seen this. And like, now you're never gonna see it. Because it's it's such a threshold now. Yeah, it's true. It's like, Do you know what movie I've also never seen? Die Hard. What? I know. I'm um I'm gonna watch it on Christmas Eve because But you're gonna love I know, Die I'm Hard. so excited about it's it. It's a Christmas movie. It really is. It's one of the best Christmas movies exactly. ever. Yeah, so I'm excited to go watch it on Christmas Eve with my boyfriend. This is gonna be the Christmas Great. for you to watch Die Hard. Whoop! You are gonna love it. Great. Guaranteed. Okay, I'm gonna I text you after this. I've watched it. Alright. So Andrew, can you tell me a little bit about your 2020? Um apart from all the people who suffered, mm-hmm. I see you mm-hmm. and I'm with you, but I thoroughly enjoyed this year. That's great. I really personally, on a personal level, I felt that the world was finally, um, finally settling down to my, to my comfort zone. It's like, okay, things aren't happening this year. So yeah, yeah great. We're like all a, not doing anything. Yeah, sort of um, slowing down in slowing a way. Slowing down a yeah. bit. I don't have to go anywhere, yeah. do anything. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, COVID-19. <laughs> COVID-19. COVID-19. So that was good. What, what, that was how, great. How, how, uh, how did it benefit you? Tell me that. Because um, I, I relate to some extent to it. It gave me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. It also taught us that a lot is possible, mm-hmm. that we are very flexible. Yeah, we can adapt. We can adapt. Um, one great example is that city-wise or country-wise, like with staying home and working from home, mm. also global warming issues. Yeah. Like people saying we... We, we have to keep expanding flying. Mm. We have to keep expanding everything, but we don't have to. No. It's been proven yeah. this year. Yeah. Like this city in India where they, they never saw the skyline with all the mountains mm-hmm. because of the smog. Oh, sure. And they blamed the, the, the factories. Mm-hmm. But they said, no, in the city, it's not the, the, the city is not the, uh, the to blame. Mm-hmm. But then everybody stayed home and no one was driving their, their mopeds. Yeah. And then suddenly people were standing on rooftops because they could see the mountains for the first time. Wow. 
things like that. Yeah. It's like, huh? Yeah. See, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has been a sort of like a, a reset button in some ways that's not necessarily harmful. I agree with that. Especially with like, um, um, uh, you always have Earth Overshot Day. I hope I'm, I'm saying it right. It's basically the day in the year where basically we've used the, the, the Earth's resources um Um, basically the stuff the resources that we have for like a year that's um, it's the date in the year when we when we surpass that uh-huh. and I think it was about three weeks later than it usually is because there was less flying less driving around less CO2 uh, stuff mm. like that only three weeks yeah still it's still bad obviously My God. maybe maybe I'm a little bit off on the exact exact date but um, what I found interesting about that is that um, It was interesting to see, and it also kind of made me sad that this was what it took in order to have something like that happen, you know? So on our own, we would never have stopped or slowed down or um, taken more of the earth into account and taking more of like sustainability and all that stuff into account. So it's kind of sad that we needed that, but also I think that it's a lesson that we can derive from it. Yeah. Yeah. But we as a human race are a monster, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we're selfish. We're greedy. We we, we can't yeah. be stopped no. from even killing ourselves. No. I mean, like AI, mm-hmm. you know, all these people, all these smart people saying AI is going to kill us all. Mm-hmm. They're the same people building it. Exactly. It's like, so, you don't have to make it, you know, yeah. <laughs> realize we are making the AI. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. develop it. Exactly, but, but still, it's we, not can't, an we can't. No, we can't help ourselves. I feel, and <laughs> I know this is gonna sound like super awful, but um, I, I really, really do believe that the human race is gonna die and that we're gonna deserve it. The only question is, how long <laughs> can we delay it? Honestly, where's the air horn? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was to set off that bleak moment there okay so you have really enjoyed yourself what was your favorite what what did you do i know that you still had the pleasure of going on a holiday with the van you worked a lot was it a holiday i think you went somewhere you went to france right oh i went flying yes yeah in exactly france. yes yeah. yes holiday yeah. yeah yeah you could say that lucky duck yeah <laughs> <laughs> But then I went. To, I wanted to go to France again for mm-hmm. a, a writer's uh, camp. Oh yeah. But that was canceled because. Ah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that still something sucked for you in your beautiful year. Yeah, you bastard. You. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and you went to New York City. I did. I did. I went to New York right at the when the pandemic was hitting its peak, kind yeah. of. Because I worked the week before, and I still went to the Bookaball in in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. like two days before, and that was kind of when things were like it was a little bit in the air, but it wasn't that bad yet. And while Vincent and I were in New York, um, all the the restrictions started to pile up, both in the United States as in the Netherlands, and we flew back two days earlier. So was it a repatriëringsvlucht? No, it was not. Um, <laughs> we were lucky enough that we could just like change our flight a little, and um, we were totally safe. We would have gotten home mm. either way still. Did but you just, have to pay extra? No, I didn't. No, thank you, Kalem. Woo hoop. Um, it was it was a really great great service, um, and I was very very happy that we were able to do that because even though I kind of knew that we would be able to get home with the flights that we had still booked, that w- we would have been able to fly home Thursday. I think 
But just the idea that I would have been stuck in New York for a while in our <laughs> hotel, just and I love hotels and I love New York, but just the idea that I couldn't go home made me so nervous. And the city became more eerie and eerie as time went by. Wow. So in the first week, it was fine. We went to the movies. We went out to dinner all the time, to lunch. We went to, to all. We went to museums still, so that was really nice. Um, we went to the Natural History Museum, the 9-11 Museum. And, but every couple of days, they would add a new restriction. So at, like we, went, we were going to see Sleep No More, which is this really, really cool like interactive performance, uh, like a theater piece. And um, they had emailed us like regulations, like, okay, you have to um, sanitize your hands, blah, blah, blah. But when we, we walked there and like we had seen the email like an hour before and then we walked there and we came there and it was canceled because that was the night that the mayor um, uh, canceled all Broadway, all theater, all everything. And like every couple of days, something like that would hit. So that was the, the first big one. And then the, they turned the restaurants and stuff to 50% capacity. And I think the night... Um, the morning after we had already changed our flight because we sort of like, yeah, you, you kind of feel something's up. Yeah. Um, the next morning they announced that they would close all hospitality services. So all the restaurants, all the coffee places, everything. And it would be takeaway only. And, you know, New York is great to walk around in. It's great to like sort of like look around. But I want to sit down somewhere and have lunch. Absolutely. And I want to go out to dinner. That's and part of the whole Exactly. Thing. I want to go to that weird speakeasy thing. And if all that wasn't possible anymore, that was luckily we did a lot in the first few weeks. But that was my last holiday. And oh. after that, I, I've been home. I think I've... No, I didn't go to a hotel even. Um, we, stay, we stayed home after. You didn't after. even do the hotel trick. No, I did. What I did do a couple of weeks ago, I worked from a hotel. So, oh. um, um, we, oh, cool. yeah, that was really nice. So I booked this suite to work for an entire day, which was really nice. And that uh, I ordered room service. I could still order room service back then, but that was like the, and it was in the Hague. So it's, <laughs> it's really dumb, <laughs> but that was really nice in order to sort of like feel that for a second, even though it was working. So, yeah, but I do have some wonderful news. Vincent and I bought a house. Oh my god! Yeah! Wow! <laughs> that is so cool! <laughs> yes, it's really, really cool. I'm very Where excited. Is it? Okay, hold on to your horses. It's in freaking Berkel. <laughs> We're going to the burps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let me tell you, <laughs> this was a ride. This was a ride. So I, um, Vincent and I were like, sort of like, l like relaxed, leisurely looking for a new place because we have a really lovely apartment, but I would like to purchase a house and become a homeowner at some point in my life. And um, I understand. I don't know. I just really, uh, we started to move towards that kind of, and we looked in the Hague, but the Hague is very, the offer is very limited because it's a city and well, everyone knows that the house, the market is crazy right now. So I'd call around and I would, we would occasionally go to a place. And then one time we also made an offer, but it's crazy. You have to at least like overbid by, by like 30K. You have to, uh, yeah, but the neighborhoods that we want to live in are expensive as they, as they are. And then you also have to overbid because everyone has to yeah. overbid. It's super nuts. And we were looking around and it, the, the offer was very small. And then at one point my boyfriend Vincent said, honey, 
I love you, but I think that it's time to widen our horizons because I've been looking in these like li- different places like around Rotterdam and The Hague and you can buy a house there for um, less with a lot more house. So Absolutely. would you not be willing to go look? So I said, of course I'll go look, but you have to arrange all that shit. I'm not doing it. I'm not <laughs> doing it for the burbs. So he did. And he, um, we were two weeks off in October and he, he uh, arranged for us to go look at four houses. Um, and um, so we looked at this house. And the first thing I said when we walked out was I would move to this house. No. Yes, that's how much I loved it, and he loved it. It did take like it did. It did take a little adjusting and a little time for me because I really love living in a city, and um, um, I don't know. I I also really love our neighborhood and our apartment. I've been very happy there. So, and I have trouble letting go of something that's so nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's 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 hard. So we looked at some other places, and there were two neighborhoods where I just I we we drove in, and I was just like, okay, never. Never. It looked like a deserted holiday park. It was just, I don't know, it made me so depressed. So I told Vincent, whatever we do, we're not going here. Like, you can show me all the houses and all the burbs, but I'm not moving here. <laughs> and this one was? Pinocker. Oh, Pinocker. Yeah. Sorry, Pinocker. Sorry, Pinocker. I don't know. There were a couple of beautiful neighborhoods, probably. But the one that I visited, I was just so, so not feeling it. Yeah. But that's a little older than the... Berkel and Roderijs. Uh, yes. Right? Berkel and Roderijs is, is up, to, up to date, modern. Yeah, yeah very much. So yeah. this house was built in 29 and like, tw- yeah, 29, 2010. And um, so we made an offer and then they called us like, they, we want a little bit more. And then we spent the entire weekend having a mental breakdown about the fact that we might buy a house. And then we talked to a financial advisor <laughs> and then we realized that it's fine. And then we still had to like talk about like, okay, what does this mean? And are we really doing it? And blah, blah, blah. And then finally we bought a house. <laughs> no. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really I'm a lot more excited than I thought I would be because I don't like all that like practical stuff. I don't want to I don't know find documents and arrange for a mortgage and think about where I'm going to hang a painting or put a thing or whatever. But I'm actually really excited about it. I think it's going to be fun. And it's going to be your house together. Yes, it's very Starting excited to over. buy a house together. Yeah. And it's really nice. It's um um it's at a street where um in front of the street, there's this little water, gracht, what is mm, it? Canal. Oh, yeah, a little canal. And you can only bike and walk in front of the house and then you can put your car um, on the on the back. Um, so that's really nice and quiet up front. It's um, 180 square meters. Ooh. So that's there will huge. be furniture downstairs <laughs> and everything in the el- <laughs> everything else will just be bare. Um, and so you um, have a cooking island then. We're gonna get a cooking island because the kitchen is really it's really huge. big. I it's can hu- I can see that I yeah. I know why you bought this house now. Yes, <laughs> I can picture it. Yes, so we're gonna build a huge ass is it kitchen. It's gonna be like selling sunset. <laughs> well, maybe I still haven't watched it. I still need to watch it. I haven't seen any no. selling sunset episodes. No, it's still on my list. Because I know that you loved it, and I think I'm going to love it too. But it's something that I've sort of been saving. You know, some some shows you just kind of save. Yeah. So that's what I've done, and uh, yeah. So I'm we'll be moving there only like in, at the fall next year because the people that are living there right. now have to wait uh, for their new house to be finished. Um, but that's I kind of like that because we can prepare. Yeah. We can sort of say goodbye to the Hague and you know enjoy our time. You left. don't have to pay double now. No, no, we only buy it like we, um, so we signed a mortgage, um, 
we signed the mortgage contract, but it will only start in um, August. So no, there's no double because it's it, it will only be ours at that time, starting then. Cool. Yeah. That's great. I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> So that was nice about 2020. So that deal is sealed. Nice. Yeah, we got everything, uh, everything all, uh, all done, signed, and, and sealed, so and delivered. You have so much time to shop for new uh, yeah. furniture and stuff. Yeah, to save, to, to Make arrange. Make mood boards. Hell yeah! I'm gonna watch finally, Pinterest. Exactly, gonna finally b- budge and get a Pinterest account. It's like I think it's one of the only social media <laughs> accounts that I do not have yet. So, You're gonna enjoy it. Yes, I'm gonna be uh, doing that a lot. You're gonna be inspired. Yes, so it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Nice. So not all Glad bad in hear. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear. Good to hear. So Andrew, tell me. Sure, you had a lovely year. Despite it all, you did a lot of work. You went places. The slowing down was nice. I'm kind of interested in what your biggest lesson was of 2020. Well, then you can have it all if you want to. Do tell that the desire you have, you can keep it, keep it alive, hmm. keep it alive, because all you need is a little patience, and it will come hmm. as long as you are in the in the energy of it. Yeah, it will come. Yeah. And it happened to me this year. It was like fantastic. You got it all. At the end of the year, it all came together. Nice. So with a little patience and perseverance, you can have it all. Yeah. That's it. That's what my lesson is. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't uh, when you want something and it takes a little while. Mm-hmm. Don't disregard it or don't discard it yeah don't be like oh it's not working it's not working forget it yeah you can forget it but you know gotta keep the faith yeah i guess keep the faith because just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that it won't happen true yeah the universe is working on it oh exactly (laughs) manifest uh note make a note because (laughs) do you notice have you listened to the um, can we go on tangents? Sure. Okay. This, uh, this, is, this is the extra large episode. This we, is tangent city. We don't have city. to wait for, no. for segments. No, absolutely not. This is so just this going everywhere. So this reminds me of the song from uh, Ariana Grande. Which one? Uh, just Like Magic. From her new album. I haven't listened to the new album yet. There's also a Netflix thing coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be good. So I think. Ariana Grande has this song called Just Like Magic. Mm-hmm. And she says... Just like magic, just like magic. Mingle middle finger to my thumb and then I snap it. She talks about manifesting, <laughs> which is awesome. I love it. It's am- oh, nice. I'm so, going to give that a listen. It's my, it's, it's my favorite. No, it's not my favorite song of the year. But it's but up it's there. Of, it's up there. Yeah. It's up there. That's cool. Oh, I can't wait to talk about like favorite pop culture. But we uh, still like we, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. And I'm super happy that Ariana finally teamed up with Mariah. Excuse me? Yeah, they're singing this song with J-Hud. What? Together. And they do the, the high-pitched uh, 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 thing together. It's a Christmas song. Okay. I I need a moment to process this news. Yeah. I can't believe that that's happened. It's happened. <gasps> oh, my God. Old Mariah, new Mariah. What? Finally together. 
See, there are some good things about 2020. <laughs> a lot of oh, good shit, things sorry. about 2020. Yes. So now I'm curious about what your biggest lesson is. Okay, well, um, so even though I agree with you that some things about 2020 have taught us something and that you can, like, that there were some positive things, I did struggle <gasps> with 2020. Hmm. Um, mostly because I really, really miss my old life. Um, and I know that sounds so... I know that I'm very privileged and that, like, all my loved ones are healthy and um, I can still do my job and I still have a job and I know that I'm still very privileged. But I've been really struggling with not hugging my friends, not not holding my mother's yeah. hand on the couch, oh. um, not being able to, to, to go to all the places that I love and see people. Um, I really liked my 2019 life, you know? And yeah. I, I really... Um, and I, for a very long time, I very much sort of like resisted the fact that I missed it so much because I, I, I always feel like, okay, you don't stop whining and, you know, put your shoulders under, under it uh, and just keep going. And there's still a lot of stuff you can do, but I'm sort of now allowing myself, especially at the end of the year to really miss it. I, I'm allowing myself to miss it now because I really, I really do miss touching like being able to touch someone like not not like groping them but i just want to <laughs> like i miss just like being able to, to sort of like put my arm around someone yeah. or like hold someone's hand and i love hugging vincent but at some point in the game i'm just like yeah i know your hugs it's fine i want someone else um so and he should just be happy that it's just about hugs and not anything else if i'm honest so um I, I, I struggle with that a bit. And what I've also struggled with is that I really love being at home. Like I'm, 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 I, that was the part for me that wasn't so hard because I really love our apartment. I love my office. I love being behind my desk and, and writing and watching Netflix and creating and doing all these little things at home. And I love being with the cats and I, I like all that stuff. When I'm in my house, I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm like the fridge is full, the, fr the fridge is stocked, um, uh, Vincent's there, the cats are there. I have all the stuff that I love around me. So when I'm in my house, I'm fine. But when I leave the house and I walk around in the city or I have to go somewhere, I just sort of like get overwhelmed with this sense of, ugh, things are really, really weird right now, you know? Yeah. So I sort of noticed that um, I started to like hermit a little bit too much. So I would stay home a lot and really like, not go out but at some point i went to the library because i uh, i'm volunteering right now i'm um, no. um i'm reading to uh, i'm reading to a girl uh, to help her with um her language development which is really really cool it's from the from the forlays express which is this active all over uh, all over the netherlands and it's really really good because you um you help kids with their um, language stimulation and development by reading to them and you get like library cards, so you can pick up books. So I went to the library to pick up books so That's that we can kid. read them together. Hmm? A little girl. Yeah, yeah, she's six. She's no very, way. Yeah, she's very cute, and um, I've I've read to her twelve times now. But because of COVID, we have to stop again because the regulations are stricter now. So I can't come over. Um, that's the policy, which sucks because I really wanted to keep going because um, it was my one thing that I would yeah. always do. Like yeah, everything yeah, yeah. else was like I work from home. Um, I see very little of my friends. Um, I don't go anywhere unless absolutely necessary. But this was the one thing that I would still always do. Like that was the one thing. But we can't do it anymore because the Four Days Express has to follow the policy of education, like from oh, schools yeah. and stuff. So it makes makes total sense but it, it kind of bumped me out but a couple of weeks ago I went to the library and I was there and I was picking up books and 
At some point, I sort of wandered into a different section and there was this really cool little exposition about um, comics and caricatures and um, news, like the news comics, you know what I mean? Those like, that there's a lot of like commotion around when it's about certain people yeah. or about certain things. Certain people we cannot mention. Exactly. And I was wandering around there and it was so interesting and it was just so fascinating. And I, I, I walked around and I took pictures and I read all the stuff intently and I was there. And when I walked out of the library, it was like, God damn it, this is the most interesting cultural thing I've done this year. Well, apart from the New York thing, but you know what I mean? Like for months and months on end, this was like being in a library and walking around a couple of pillars where people put stuff up. That was the highlight of my cultural life for months. And then I realized when I was walking there, when I was walking home, I just thought like, okay, Liana, the world has gotten smaller for now, but that does not mean that you have to let it get smaller than absolutely necessary. There's still a lot you can do. There's still a lot of things outside the home and outside your, what you already know, outside your comfort zone. And it's your duty for yourself to always keep reaching out to the things that help you broaden your horizon and help you grow and stimulate you. Because if you don't do it, nobody's gonna. So you have to actively do it. You have to actively do things in order to not let your world shrink mm -hmm. to an even smaller little bit. So I've been like sort of like keeping that in mind as well as um, you can still have fun and it's your obligation to keep having fun, even if things are a little bit more difficult now and a little bit more complicated. So for example, um, I made an advent calendar for Vincent because um, uh, he's been working home since April and we've been home so much of the time and it's fine, but it's a little boring and you know, you get stuck in a certain routine. And uh, so I figured how better to nothing better to close off the year by doing an advent calendar with like little events, going mm -hmm. places, little gifts, little surprises, stuff like that. So I made him an advent calendar, which includes like all sorts of like really small things, like going to the beach, going out for a walk, uh, getting coffee, but also like little gifts. Cool. And, and it's an activities advent calendar. It's both. Like it's a lot of, uh, like a little bit. I also found some old love letters from 2016 that I put in there and he was so happy. <laughs> he was just so, so tickled pink with that. It was really cute. And doing that, I realized that I, we need to do we yeah. need to keep doing that stuff you yeah. know we need to sort of like within the realm of what's possible now we need to have fun we need to develop we need to broaden our eyes and get out of the comfort zone however way we can and be creative about it yeah you, so you got a little taster of how it is to be to get older yeah like some people when they get really old their la their world starts to shrink yeah very much so and yeah. if you're not active Exactly. In keeping things um, expanded. Yeah. <laughs> keeping things interesting, yeah. finding new things. It's easy to let it all go and yeah. then just to be a victim of exactly. a smaller world. Yeah. And re related to that, I love my family-in-law. I do. But they have the tendency to really like stick to routines. So, for example, we need to like for Christmas, usually at least, mm -hmm. um, gourmetta every fucking time and i'm sorry i am a great cook and so is vincent and i don't mind doing it every once in a while but i don't need to do that shit every fucking year for those of you of the international listeners i just use the word gourmetta and that's basically 
grilling with little teeny tiny pans with teeny tiny sausages and teeny tiny burgers and teeny tiny potatoes and it's very fun if you have kids between yeah. the age of like <laughs> six and 14 but we have a niece and a nephew that are not even one and <laughs> two and so they get hangry because yeah. they see all this food that they cannot eat because the the plate isn't warm enough and the pan isn't warm enough and the meat uh. is still raw and it's just it's really not my favorite thing but that's a typical example of the idea that we would do something else for christmas or for easter just creates like some sort of like stressful moment really well i would just be like let's just do something man <laughs> just like i don't know i can make a lasagna i can make like a tuna yeah. mel well, there's so much stuff that i could make or that we can make together did, but it's just did you tell them i did that not for this year because this year is <laughs> obviously different but i um i got my way i think two years ago or something but immediately <laughs> next time yeah. back to back to the routine and i realized that some routines are good and great and some routines are little tiny prisons that you create around yourselves you know yeah and i don't like that a lot it's like the, the what's happening with fireworks now mm-hmm. this is the start of losing our fireworks uh, privilege. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like fireworks, so I'm fine with so, it, but sure, yeah. So uh, all the people are getting really mad that mm-hmm. it's starting, right? Because mm-hmm. this year we have this huge excuse. Yes, yes, we to do. To ban all fireworks. <laughs> and now we're going to get used to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the people in charge who always wanted to stop fireworks yeah. are now finally yeah. have some more power. Like, sure. See, we can do it. Well, I think I think what's going to be interesting is is if there's a lot less like damage, both in in property as mm-hmm. in people. Yeah. Um, there's also going to be evidence that it might actually be a good idea to yeah, not have fireworks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Ha ha. And also, for the first time, I don't have any Christmas stress. Right. Because we're not going to get get together with the whole family. No. Mm-hmm. I don't have to cook for 20 people yeah which is i think for a lot of people i miss being together absolutely sure it's it's gonna be so easy this year yeah that's true how are you gonna spend christmas um my sister invited me and my parents oh that's nice which is exactly three people yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that's how we do it yeah that's nice. Yeah, and they're gonna cook. Well, awesome. So great. Yeah, I um for New Year's um we're gonna hang out with two friends. Yeah, it's gonna that's be. It. Sorry. Bless you. Uh, it's gonna be boring, but exactly the kind of boring that I like because yeah. I don't really like New Year's anyway. <laughs> so it's gonna be good. We're gonna play um really fun. You can have board game escape rooms. What? It's so fun. It's like a little board game and you can Mm -hmm. only use it once, but it's an escape room. So you have to like the story is, oh, my God, you're stuck in a mansion. And and, oh, my God, look, there's this box. And then you have to find clues in either the leaflet or on the card. And it's this really easy to follow system in order to sort of like solve clues and get to the next point and get to the Mm -hmm. next point. It's really, really fun. I really recommend it for anyone who's bored at home. (laughs) It's true. All right. How about you tell me what your favorite self-help hipster episode was this year? (laughs) (laughs) Of all the episodes. Of all of them. Yes, of all of them. Well, it has to be... um, It has to be 
the the morning pages one. Yeah, I, f- I thought you you'd like yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the most impactful one for me. Yes, I agree. So um, I have to go with that one. How about you? Mine was a finish by John oh, really? Akeoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really liked the morning the artist way one because yeah. I think it was a very fun episode and very practical and inspirational in terms of like creativity but what I really really like about the Finnish one is that I think that might be like this is actually a good segue (laughs) I really learned the the most from that self-help book about like finishing stuff and being able to sort of like put your perfectionism on hold and just do things blah 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 so that's probably why that episode was my favorite cool yeah so how about books? Is that also your favorite book? I think so, yeah. Mm. I um, I read l- a lot less self-help this year. Yeah. And I think that might have something to do with the fact that I really needed fiction in order to sort of like escape every now and again, to sort of like be in a different world. And I, I think I moved more towards fiction this year, but that might also be because I'm getting more interested in writing fiction. Uh-huh. So... I, I think I've only read like a handful of self-help, at least new self-help books this year. I haven't read a lot either. No, just for the for the podcast, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've read a couple more, um, but I think that Finnish was my was my favorite one, both in style and in, in content. It really resonated with me for for now. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and is the Artist's Way by Julia Cameron your favorite self-help book this year? I wouldn't say favorite because mm. I don't really like the book. No. <laughs> it's more the exercises that you liked. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I actually liked uh, the, the, the Janet. Yeah. A cuff? Yeah, a cuff? Yeah, I think it's a cuff. Yeah. I'm I did, not sure. I, did, I, I enjoyed the style. It was yeah. really fun. Good. Right? Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how how was the your book doing this year? I think it's good. Um, they don't really keep you up to date much about the like the, the latest numbers and mm-hmm. sales. It's just <laughs> like you can in, you can like inquire every now and again. But um, I I kind of am of the mentality like if I need to know something, they'll tell me, which is not always correct. Have I found out? But still, um, it's uh, I think it's doing okay. I it's still getting purchased uh, purchased here and there, and I think. If I may be so bold, I think that we might be nearing the end of the first print. So I think that's about 1,500 sold. Cool. But what about the reactions that... Those were great. Those Those were awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm like, and that's another really important thing to keep in mind. It's not always about the numbers. It's also about the people that are actually buying the book. And like, I was really like positively surprised that so many people liked it and they liked it even more than the first one. And it was really helpful to them and very inspiring to them. So I was really, really happy about that. And I also really want to give a shout out to you for helping me with the free ebook and you made the cover (laughs) for the the free ebook that I made in order to sort of like- The companion book. Exactly, the (laughs) companion book when, um, because my book came out during the first lockdown. So it wasn't, people couldn't pick it up in bookstores. It still did pretty well considering, especially if you considered that 
it didn't do well with like the pre-sale. Like there weren't a lot of bookstores that bought a lot of them. So mm-hmm. um, it really, really picked up during the COVID times, luckily for me. Um, but I made this little free downloadable book um, that's basically like a mini version of Dinge Andersdoen, but more focused on doing things differently and habit change during a lockdown where you have to change your habits because everything's changed around you. I thought it was so cool that you did that. It was really nice to do. It was yeah. really fun. And I, I'm thinking of maybe doing another like small sort of like recap maybe or or yeah. something something for going. 2021 yeah. or something. I really, really like that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm gonna. I thought it really um, expanded the whole project. Exactly. And I like that a lot. Yeah. I like turning it into more so to speak. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. it's good. Yeah. Huh. Huh. All right. I think we're nearing my favorite thing to talk about. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> okay. So first we're going to talk about the biggest moments in pop culture this year, because even during COVID, even mm-hmm. during the pandemic, the epidemic, the lockdowns, there was still a lot of fucking pop culture content coming out. It was. And I think you have to start this off because I know that one of the biggest moments in pop culture for 2020 was Tenet, and I still haven't fucking seen it. Huh. <laughs> What's I that st- I still uh, see YouTube essays about Tenet. Yeah. To this day, mm-hmm. they keep coming out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's that influential. Exactly. And that important of a movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you did see it, yeah? I saw it on day one. You did? I remember you told me. You were like, basically, uh, you yeah. were in Amsterdam. I you was were in like, Amsterdam, was going for pizza. Exactly. And then I saw in a newspaper that yeah. Tenet was out and it was, was going to save the blockbuster season. And it was the only blockbuster, blockbuster this year. Exactly. So I thought, hmm, it's in, in half an hour. Let's do this. And it's social distancing. Mm. So I can sit all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which was fantastic. Yeah. I can see a pattern here. But it, yeah. Nice. I saw it. And I'm super happy that I saw it. Because one day later, my friends went to see it. Mm-hmm. And I told them, oh my God, you're going to see it. Can I? Can we meet yeah. afterwards? And talk about and it. And talk about it. So we did <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> but see, that's why pop culture is really important. It really yeah. like, it's a shared experience that you can talk about and yeah. it brings us closer together. Like, I really, I really enjoy that stuff. Yeah. And I think it's cool that it, there was just one blockbuster. So we can yeah. talk about that one blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was another blockbuster. Well, I'm not sure if it's a blockbuster, but for the advent calendar, Vincent and I, I decided to, to take Vincent on a date. Ooh. So I took him to the movies and we went to see... Monster Hunter. <laughs> and it was obviously not very good, but it still was exactly what you pay for. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Just a movie with Mila Jokovic and monsters. And um, Ron, God, the guy who plays um, Devil Boy, whatever. Oh, God, what's his name? Ron Goodman? I don't know. God damn it. Um, the, um, it was a really, it's a really, it's just a stupid fun action movie. And there's giant monsters and you know how much I love giant <laughs> yeah, monsters. I know how much you oh, like giant monsters. it was so monsters. good. And basically this was not for, <laughs> this was not for Vin's benefit at all. I chose that movie because I wanted to see it. 
But awesome. it was a really, it was really fun. I like you can't buy anything at like the the stand. There's no popcorn or, or oh, anything. No. no. So um, I I bought that beforehand at the grocery store. I got popcorn <laughs> from a bag, which felt so sad, but it was the best I could do. <laughs> How come there wasn't any? Uh, no, they they had to. They had to c- close down all the confections, uh, the the stands for COVID. But it's takeaway, right? Somehow, Technically that, so, it yeah, isn't or something. yeah, somehow it doesn't apply. I'm not sure. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. that was in the summer or was later? This was this year. Uh, sorry, the, um, this month. So yeah. I, I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't know how it was in summer. This year was long. Oh, this year was so long. <laughs> it was the longest year. No, it's weird. It's both the longest and the shortest year, I think. Yeah. Because everything sort of like blends together in like one color of beige because all I did was stay home and work <laughs> for the most part. Um, and then there's these little like peaks moments, like little peaks of something interesting that happened. But it was very, both very quick and very slow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Tenant. Um, I'm not sure. This is a very recent one, but I'm still kind of interested if you have catched, if you caught any of the hype among us. No. <gasps> oh my God. I am obsessed. Really? Yes. So Among Us is this teeny tiny video game. It's $4 on Steam and it's basically, you're in a, it's based on Mafia, which is a Russian game. It's like Werewolf, so werewolves where you have to sort of like figure out who's the, who's the, um, Trader, who's the who's the the bad one? It's a PC game. It's a PC game, yes, but it's also on iPads, tablets, oh, phones. Really? It's you can do it on everything, and it's actually now also on Switch. No. Yes, they they they've moved across all platforms now because this was a sleeper hit. This game came out like I wrote an article about this for Super Jump, which is a medium platform about gaming and game developers. Game developers. It came out a really long time ago, and. It had a little fan base, but nothing too major. But over the over the course of this year, because everyone was staying home, people started playing it with their friends and big YouTubers, big game YouTubers from Brazil, from Korea, from the States, and also the UK started playing it. And all of a sudden it was everywhere, which is so fucking cool. And it's a really cute little easy game to play. And you play it, you play it, and then you, you can play it both ways. You can play it with chat. Or with Discord, and Discord is really fun because Discord is basically yeah. the oh you know Discord so it's fine. Discord for those of you who do not know, Discord is basically Skype for gamers. So you <laughs> put that on while you're playing the game, and you can talk to your friends while you are either yeah. like, I don't know killing people on World of Warcraft yeah. or Call of Duty, or you're I don't know building stuff in Minecraft, or walking around the spaceship or like a space station in Among Us, and then you talk to each other when you're in like a meeting or when you find a dead body, then you find, because what's happened, you, you basically land on a planet or a spaceship with, I don't know, seven to 10 crewmates. And among those crewmates, there's one or two imposters. And the imposter's goal is to kill everyone or um, sabotage so that they can win. And the goal of the crewmates is to finish the task or vote out the imposters correctly. So the imposters start walking around and killing and the crewmates are walking around and doing their tasks. But if you find a dead body, that means that an imposter was there and killed someone. Yeah. And you have to sort of deduce and figure out who of your fellow crewmates is actually not a crewmate, but an imposter. Wow. It's, it's like Beast the Mole. Yes. <laughs> I really think you'd like this, actually. I think I'm going to invite you to one of our games because I think you would actually really have, have a lot of fun with this. But you would have to actually play it live with seven friends? Yeah. You have to have seven friends then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Andrew. 
<laughs> no, but seriously. Not for me, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so many people, so many people. No, but there's like, um, there's dif- different Discord servers where I basically just join a group. Oh, really? Or I ask a few friends to come mm. and then Vincent asks a few friends to come and then those friends ask some to come and then my brother joins and then suddenly you're with 10 people. So that's really cool. How, how long does one game take? Mm, not very long so it's like maybe five to ten minutes depending on how quickly really? everything's going and you could play a lot of rounds so you can just do around one round yeah and then you it's really easy to play and because it's uh, you're either imposter or your crewmate you don't know what you're gonna get it's really interesting it, it i think it stays interesting for quite a while cool and i really enjoyed this and i think it really it made my lockdown a lot better it really helps me to sort of like every now and again play that game with friends a couple of hours because you you talk to people and you have fun together and um that is it re- it's really, really nice cool. yeah. yeah it's a great way to be the online to have an online meeting exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so definitely among us yeah i also noticed my friend nick he uh shout out mm-hmm. he uh, <laughs> He also plays um, all these games, and he mm-hmm. built this supercomputer. So cool. Yeah, uh, so cool. But he plays uh, Valorant. Nah, so it's like a shooter, yeah. a new kind of shooter. But then you, you can also uh, talk to each other and assemble a group. Oh, yeah? And he did that one night, and he totally rocked and it was <laughs> he he was so happy about it yeah it's so, really fun it's yeah, a really fun way you, to yeah have all your super friends who are really good yeah and then you you create this group exactly and kill everyone what was also really <laughs> fun is that in the last um, the last time i played um one of my friends alper he has a twitch stream mm-hmm. so he live streamed our Among Us game for like an hour and a half and it's so funny to watch it back because when you're playing you have no idea what someone else is doing or saying or or whatever unless you're talking in like the meetings and in the first game it was a total train wreck we voted out all the wrong people uh the imposters totally won like we (laughs) did everything wrong and Alper was actually one of the first people that I yelled for to vote out because I thought he was suspicious. I thought he was sus, as you say, in the uh, Among Us games. And sus. it's so funny to watch it back from his perspective and from other people's perspectives, because then you see even more just how wrong you are. But you can't really know that when you're playing. It's, it was really cool. <laughs> it was really fun. Ah, so Among Us. Yes. That was a big game. Did you play Animal Crossing earlier in the No, in the that was the one thing that sort of passed me oh. by completely. You played that, I yeah? I played that. Yeah. Religiously. <laughs> and then how do I you still st- play it? Right, and I... St- stopped from one day to, to another. the next yeah yeah funny Bizarre. how that works right yeah. yeah but it was really cool really fun nice yeah cool so another i think it's another really important part to talk about biggest moments in pop culture taylor fucking swift yeah. two fucking albums two albums insanity insanity did you i haven't listened to evermore completely but i really did like folklore a lot i like them both Mm-hmm. And I love how they're actually just sort of one concept. Yeah, really, they are. Yeah. And the casualness, how she yeah. released them is yeah. great. Yeah. Everything is so but casual a, about it. And I loved it. Such a talented songwriter. Yeah. She really, like, every, like, I listened to a lot of Evermore, like, when I was walking around the house. And it's really good. It's like poetry. Yeah. And I think she's done really, really well. And I miss, I really like the poppy Taylor Swift because 1989 will always be my all-time favorite but I really appreciate this for what this is yeah it's really good music it's really good music yeah nice did you watch Black is King the Beyonce documentary 
or uh, the um, the Beyonce film. What? It's on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. Yes. I will. Uh, I have time. It's um. <laughs> <laughs> I have time, and I have all the streaming services. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> got all of them now. But somehow. I got all of them, and there's not one of them where I can watch Shit's Creek, which is one really, really big show in the U.S. <laughs> that I really want to watch. Still, you need your boyfriend to torrent this for you. Uh, I really do, <laughs> but I feel bad now. Hmm. Anywho, Black is King, very, very beautiful yeah. um, movie made of the music that's in the Lion King. And she, um, it's basically a love letter to black men and black boys. Um, okay. And um, I think it's really beautiful. Uh, I've watched it like three times um, just because it's so, so pretty and because I love the music and, and Beyonce and the the art that she makes visually oh, nice. with her music. So I really recommend that. And I think that was one of the biggest moments in pop culture as well. The biggest moments in pop culture? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Another big one, Miley's music. Was that a big one? Yes. Did you miss that? I missed that. Oh my God. Okay, let me tell you. So Miley Cyrus, the first thing that she did this year that was of note was she covered a couple of old 80s, 90s rock. So she did Heart of Glass by Blondie. She did Zombie by Cranberries. And I think there was one more. And she also made a new album, but I think that the new album is really good too. But the Heart of Glass and the zombie cover are so good. Oh, my God. Honestly. Yeah? Yeah, it's insane. She is such a talented singer. And her voice is excellent for old Rocky music like that. Yeah. So it's really worth listening to. I really like that cover. Especially the, the Heart of Glass one. That one's my favorite. Did you once like the the, the cover of uh, Jolene? Yes. Yeah, That's I also, also like that one. one yeah. yeah, the she's backyard good, sessions. She's, she's a good tribute per artist. Absolutely. <laughs> I also really like a really old one. I think it's 2015. Ariana Grande and her took on Don't Dream It's Over. Mm. It's really, really pretty. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a big moment That's of 2020? Crazy, huh? <laughs> when you said um, when you said big moment in pop culture, I misread it and thought big moment in self-development culture <laughs> oh wow well if you have anything please share all right so there's do you know the tim ferris podcast yes i used to listen to it a lot mm -hmm. and then suddenly i stopped listening yeah, to it it's i funny don't know how, that how, works. This, yeah. how this happens but then all of a sudden i was in the car and i thought let's just hmm. see what is yeah let's turn it on and then then the they just released the Matthew McConaughey episode. So oh. Matthew McConaughey, he has this new book called Green Lights. And he was a guest in the Tim Ferriss show. And he talked about his career. Hmm. And it was amazing. Wow. And a lot of my friends listened to this episode as well. Like, they also stopped listening. And then they also listened to this one. I, I don't know what happened, but... We, somehow that somehow just we comes all together. started talking about it. And he talks about this this book called The Greatest Salesman in the World oh. from Og Mendino. I was wondering why you brought that I out. I call it OG Mendino. <laughs> 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 and um, it's a little book 
and I've I had this book forever,、mm. but I cannot get into it. It's not、yeah. my book.、Mm, that just happens. I, I also tried listening to it.、Mm-hmm. Sure. I I immediately fell asleep. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do not know what、It's、it is,、mm. but I hear Matthew saying this book changed my life. This book changed my life,、mm. and I was like, okay, I have the book. Yeah, but now that's the I、thing. have to read it. But it book. But it's not. It's not going to change your life, like <laughs> that's like no. But seriously, that's the way that it works sometimes. Like、yeah. there's there sometimes I hear people talking about a book. Oh my god, it changed my life,、yeah. and it when I read it, I'm just like, <laughs> so great for Matthew McConaughey. It changed his life, but for you, it might be a completely different book that changes yeah, your life. True, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. yeah, but he said he he read it every day for. A whole year or something? Okay. Well, it's good studying. I'll, I'll give、this? him that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, but I I wonder why I have the book and haven't read it, and and I I went to the to the archives to、mm-hmm. find it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I when I finished this, the show,、mm-hmm. when I finished listening、yeah. to it, I said like I have this book somewhere. Yeah, it's and it's I, around. I tried to find it and dug it out,、mm-hmm. and it was somewhere hidden. In the basement, <laughs> and now I have it next to me. Yeah, and I started reading it. But somehow it's just cannot, not your book. I cannot、huh? get past the threshold, which is weird. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> no, but honestly, it does. Like, there's a lot of books that people say to me, like, "Oh my God, this book you should really read. It changed my life."、Yeah. And then I read it. I'm just like,、yeah. "Well, I'm very happy for you that、yeah. it changed your life." But for me, it just it doesn't. We talked about this before. A self-help book is something that you a need to read at the right place at the right time, and b you need to be sort of like open to it. And those things don't necessarily happen when you decide when you pick up the book at first, or when someone else tells you that it's a good book. But it could be that like in ten years you'll pick up the book again, and then suddenly, bam,、yeah. it's there. Yeah.、Um, and it's also the just same. Just like with the morning pages. Exactly. Exact same、so、thing. Had so much、yeah. resistance to it. Exactly. It wasn't the right time. Wasn't the right time. But I can highly recommend listening to the episode with Matthew McConaughey.、Mm, all right, all right, all right. His、mm. career is so great. He, he's a how、yeah. he does it. Yeah. And how he、uh, controlled it. Yeah. Oh, that's I, I, I'm always、There's、very interested in stories story, like that. It's one. Maybe I can spoil it for、mm-hmm, you. Yes, please. Yeah, please do. <laughs> it's the it's the story where he was the number one. A rom-com guy,、mm-hmm. and everyone was just throwing movies at him,、yeah. and he could he he could pick、mm. any rom-com he wanted,、yeah. but he didn't want to do rom-coms anymore.、Mm. He's like, if I'm gonna be taken seriously as an actor, if I want the the the, the career that I want,、yeah. I'm gonna have to stop doing rom-coms right now. Yeah. So he this he he sat down with his wife and said like, I'm gonna stop doing rom-coms, okay?、Mm-hmm. And he, she, she was like, Sure, yeah,、uh, good. Yeah. So let's not do that then, and then. All these, all these proposals kept coming in. All these、mm-hmm. scripts kept coming in. He kept saying no to everyone. Yeah. But there was one persistent studio who kept raising the price. It's like, <laughs>、uh, how about ten million?、Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you will you do it for fourteen? <laughs> how about twenty? <laughs> nice. They kept raising the price,、yeah. and then he's like, no. No, and then at twenty million, he he was like, "Let me read the script again. Maybe, it, sure, <laughs> maybe it's that a, makes sense. Maybe it's a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's so funny. It's like、hmm, the script 
it's actually good. Yeah, no, but seriously. But yeah. He had he made a decision not to do it. Yeah. I think that's very And he didn't do it. And then for a year he had no work. Wow. Isn't that amazing? But he was holding out for the next thing that he wanted, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then later it actually started happening. But can you imagine you had to turn down like so many so much money? I can don't you think imagine? I could, to can be you honest. imagine um not working and risking your whole career? No. Not working for a year mm. in Hollywood. It's like disappearing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all that just Yeah. You have to be so strong. I don't know what wood you have to be carved from. <laughs> but iron. Iron wood. <laughs> <laughs> Valerian steel. Exactly. No, but seriously, I think that would be, I would really struggle with that because I'm a very pragmatic person. Mm -hmm. And if someone would just keep throwing money at me to make something that I know that I'm good at, even though maybe it's not something that I want to pursue forever and ever, if I know that I'm good at something and they keep throwing money my way, if I do it, I don't think I'd stop. I, I would still like keep my eye open for other ventures, Yeah. but I would do both. And then sort of like, I'm more of a like... Um, slow but steady decline of the one thing and increase of the other thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That works kind of better for me. I like the... I can't do the thing. I have to sort of like ease out of something and ease into something new. I like that safety and that pragmatism. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. But his method worked, so maybe I should do be more like Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> but I recommend listening to the episode because yeah, it's I'm a gonna. big episode it's nice. very very cool nice I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna do that on my drive home I'm gonna mm. put it on that might be smart exciting okay um, did we say where we are we did not we are in the studio yes we are in Hilversum in the media park I feel so professional we, right if now if you look outside the window you see NOS oh my god yeah if you look outside the other window you see the voice of Holland This is the voice <laughs> of <Holland>. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, I haven't been here for years. The, the last time I was here was in 2018 when I was doing a couple of inter radio interviews for uh, You Moot Band and Nix for the first book. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was Th nice. That was your, your book tour. It was my teeny tiny book tour, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I always did love the radio interviews. Those are my favorite. The one with Rulof Hammond is still my favorite. It's really nice, yeah. I'm shocked that he doesn't do the big five anymore. Is, uh, did he stop? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Who's doing it now? And there's this other guy who keeps inviting these right-wing people. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I've, I've seen that like on the Twitters. I saw something like that. Like, yeah. The guy from Ongehoord Nederland is here. Exactly, that What one. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Bring back Rule of Hammond. Yeah, talk about other stuff. <laughs> like, trust me, the right-wing media is getting, an, uh, the right-wing politicians are getting plenty of attention. Yeah. It's on fine. board. Yeah. Huh. Best well, well. <laughs> Where's the... <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're really getting our money's worth on the, on the yeah, buttons. Yeah, we have these buttons. <laughs> yeah. No, but we're, we're in this little studio and it's really nice because usually Andrew comes to me, which is, which is I'm getting spoiled all the time. So for today, uh, I drove to Hilversum and it's really nice to be in a different environment for once instead of being in my own office all the fucking time. Yeah, I thought it would be nice because yeah. this is my new sort of yeah. place that I have. Yeah, this is I your have, place of employment. Um, yeah, that, yeah, which is nice. 
Yes. <laughs> Look at you working in a media park. It's so weird. It's mm. bizarre. I bet. Yeah. Well, do you ever suffer from imposter syndrome, Andrew? I wondered. I wondered this before. What an awesome question. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe what this morning awesome while we were question. waiting for the coffee, you were talking about something, and I was just like, "Whoa!" So it kind of skipped my mind, but now I'm back on it again. Like, do you ever feel like, "Oh my God, one day they're gonna figure it out"? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> imagine like because you're doing really awesome stuff and i know that you're that you're great at what you do but i can imagine that sometimes it would feel a bit daunting um i always have imposter syndrome but mm. i i have a good way of dealing with it yeah i think you would have yeah because i'm also very adaptable yeah, i can i can adapt to every yeah. every situation except for um for alpha males. Sure. I mean, but those if, are so if, annoying. If there are like five gorillas, mm. then um, no. I know my place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Beta for life! <laughs> I, think, I think the headphones are cutting off circulation yeah. to my brain. So as we go on, this will only get worse. <laughs> but yeah, I can normally, yeah. If, yeah. if it's like a normal intelligence uh, environment, yeah, then, then I can I I have a little bit of imposter syndrome, but then I just deliver. Exactly. Yeah. That's I think that's one of the best ways to beat. Just keep doing the work. Yeah. As yeah. long as I can keep asking questions. Exactly. If if people can express the the the, the point. Yeah. Then I can translate it into exactly. something very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Great. I was just wondering. <laughs> okay. Back to pop culture. Uh, you know what else? Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I talk to all, this, all the Bayerners mm-hmm. like they're friends of mine now, oh, yeah. now, now that I work here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like um, last week, 12 of our students uh, had to go to um, All You Need Is Love mm. just to help out uh, decorate Christmas trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then uh, people were talking about, oh, um, what time do you have to be there? And do we need to, is, is there going to be this and this and this? And this? Let me just uh, call Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send him let a message. Me just call, let me just text my old pal here. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Speaking of all, I'm going on, a, going on a tangent. Speaking of all you need is love. Mm-hmm. I have the funniest story. Like you think nothing funny happens during lockdown. You would be wrong. So... Do you, Andrew, do, I don't think you know this in Amsterdam, but maybe you do. Do you know what the Nextdoor app is? Oh, my God. Absolutely, I do. Oh, great. I just, I just, um, I just yesterday mm-hmm. texted a girl if she wants to help clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. On the next door, it's like yeah, yeah. you live like almost next door. So yeah, can could- you... He helps over. out, yeah. And she was like, yeah, great. Awesome. So the next door app is an app where basically you can join and then you're automatically put in your neighborhood. And then it's basically like, can I borrow, can I borrow a lawnmower? Or did anyone hear that crazy noise? Or my is cat anyone, is missing. My cat is missing. A lot exactly. of cats are yeah. missing. That's why I joined originally mm-hmm. because our cats were missing for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> no way. You know this. Like actual 
You, you did, I noticed, but yeah. the, you used yeah, the next door because of the app. I wouldn't give a shit about that app otherwise. But oh I tu- actually, as it turned out, it's actually quite handy because yeah. we we uh, lended some people some useful like drilling machinery that mm. they were short of. Um, it's a nice way to sort of like see some things happening yeah. in a neighborhood. And what I, it's also really nice that if someone new joins your neighborhood, they say hi, and then you can say hi back. So yeah. every now and again, someone new from my street or my neighborhood would join, and then they say, hi, I'm this and I'm so-and-so, and we live here, and my hobbies are blah, 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 and you just say, hi, welcome. So at one point, I always say hi to the neighbors outside, so I, and every now and again, I will also say people who live, who come to live in our street or around, I also say welcome. And at one point, some guy introduced himself on the Nextdoor app. And um, I said, welcome, because I'm a nice neighborly person. And then he DM'd me on the Nextdoor app to say, thank you, neighbor. And I was just like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do this. This is not what the app is for. So I didn't reply. I find that the best way to deal with DMs from men that you kind of have the inkling of Mm -hmm. that there's something happening there don't reply it's the best possible thing to do okay so that was a while ago and then um i think about four five weeks ago like somewhere in november i went out to take out the trash i will explain to you and describe the way that i looked i wore a black yoga pants a big giant black adidas sweater my hair was in a bun i was wearing no makeup i was wearing my glasses and i was throwing out a big pile of garbage so i was walking to the trash threw away the trash and I walked back to my house and there was a neighbor standing near his car. So I said, hello, because I'm a nice neighborly person. And two hours later on the next door app, there is this message on the app, like in general, where it says, dare to ask, like the, the hashtag yeah. durf te vragen, who was that friendly woman who said hi to me Um, I think someone's looking for you, by the way. Or maybe I was wrong. Oh, sorry. sorry. Um, So the the message read something along the lines of, um, does anyone know, uh, um, or um, who was this friendly woman who greeted me in the My Street, name of My Street? Hashtag dare to ask. Yeah, and I looked at that and I was just like, and it was the same guy as the guy who had DM'd me back in November. And I saw that and I was just like, oh God, no. So I didn't reply because I thought it was really, really awkward. And I also thought, really, honey, this is not the place to do this. Um, And so I didn't reply. And then last week I'm friends with one of my neighbors and she texted me and she was like, yo, did you know that 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 threat's still going? (gasps) No. I was like excuse me so what happened is that every now and again people would like check in if he had already found her (laughs) and there was like they added a description of me he added the description of me he said yeah about 27 28 and i was like thank you but that's not my age and um uh yeah um but yeah and he also like estimated me taller and yeah she looked nice uh, and it just kept going And, and these people kept asking if he had found her yet and this was like had been going on for weeks now without me knowing. And I just felt so awkward that I figured that replying at this point would be better than not replying because otherwise we would keep going. So I replied 
because I figured I need to cut this shit short because otherwise they're gonna send all you need is love to me. They're oh gonna bring God. they're yeah. gonna bring Robert to my door yeah. and then, then yeah. I have to say this this is my boyfriend and our two cats. So I replied finally and I said something along the lines of, "Hi, I think that was me that morning and um, this really made me laugh and it's really flattering. But before you send Robert to our door, um, did I you just, say that? I did. So there's no, gun- there's not going to be an all you need is love moment for us, uh, dear person, because uh, I live here with my boyfriend. Happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. So Excellent. I, th- I think I handled it yeah. with grace because I don't want to be mean to him because yeah. he's clearly just like he saw someone that he liked, I guess. Um, and I don't think we need to shame him, although no. it boundaries, it's, it's in a probes a little on the next door app. And there were some people also that replied, guy, just get Alexa a subscription. <laughs> like, come on. But it just like, it was so, so weird, but I figured I'd have to reply because otherwise the, they would yeah. send all you need is love because people were just like checking. But did, did, did people her. not know you? Well, my did one they, neighbor knew yeah. that it was me because I uh, had told her about the, the thing yeah, that I saw yeah. online, but nobody else knew. So they were like speculating who mm-hmm. it could be. Someone said, oh, maybe it's my daughter. And someone else said, oh, maybe it's my friend. And I knew it was me. So I figured, okay, fine. I'll confess and cut this shit short. <laughs> wow. That is awesome. It was really, it's a really it funny a story. Nice I'm glad that I could, I'm finally, story, a, right? yeah, exactly. I'm glad that I finally was able to share. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back and to the... he's back. listening to the show, of course. So, Rob, if you're listening, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> His name is not Rob. Anywho, did you watch The Queen's Gambit? Oh my God, it's on the list. I have to do it. And it's... I'm sorry. Oh, no, don't say I, sorry. I don't have time. No, I know. But, but once you have the time, you should so watch it. I almost it is wonderful. play yesterday. Did you know that the... Uh, sales of chess sets have yes! skyrocketed because of it. Yes, of course. And I can totally understand that, that that mm-hmm. happened. It's insane. It's so, so wonderful. And what I believe... Everything really... with checkered. Everything. M- my yeah. friend came with full checkered outfit yesterday. Oh my God. See, it's everywhere. It's yeah. sweeping the nation. Also, Louis Vuitton sales skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I really, really like about the show, it's it's very... Um, female focused and um, so it's really about her her agency and her decisions and her doing things but at the same time what I also really like is the the men aren't villains because sometimes what happens in like very feminist pieces the men turn into these like Charlie's Angels 2019 yeah like the worst movie ever it it was fun but it's not good was it? didn't you think it was fun? no Oh, really? Why didn't you think? I thought it was fun enough. I just hated the the baddie because that was stupid. Okay. <laughs> no, but I thought it was enter- like I see the, the. It's a stupid movie, obviously, and it's just a. I don't no, know. I think the 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 way they uh, did the whole girl power thing was exactly. really, really, very bad. Yeah, and very much unrealistic to yeah. a, a to a clown esque. Yeah, it, it was Emily in Paris bad. <laughs> yeah, people keep telling me to watch it, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm just not gonna, gonna say, I'm, I'm just not gonna, gonna say anything, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I agree with you, and that's kind of the thing that maybe makes the, the Queen's Gambit so good is that the men are nice. Sure, they have their own motives and they have their own ideas, but there's not, there's no villain, villain. Yeah. Um, 
just because of their, like, maybe because they're attracted to her or they want to, I don't know, have sex with her or be in a relationship with her. It doesn't make them mean or, or evil. It just, it, everyone has their own motives without them turning into like evil people. Well, that's, that is excellent storytelling. They did so great. And I really think you're going to enjoy it a lot. It's beautiful, good movie, really, really great writing. I think you'd really enjoy it. I'm now reading the book because there's a book also, mm. um, but I think you'd really enjoy it. I think so too. Yeah. Now that you, you say this, yeah, I know I will. Yes. Because if, if, if there's something I hate is bad bad um, storytelling, mm. bad writing, yeah. as in lazy writing, exactly. as in super villains who are just bad. For the sake for of the it. Sake of yeah, bad. me too. What, what else do I hate? I hate the Donald Duck effect, which is just doing stupid things. Oh yeah, me too. Just driving the story forward by doing stupid things yeah. is not really good storytelling to me. That's why I hated the shopaholic novels. There you go. It's basically this woman who yeah. just... Oh, racks up I remember crazy that. Depths. I remember yeah, we talked about that before. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember you hating it because of this. Yeah, yeah. It's just annoying. Yeah, it's bad. And the other thing I hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, it's eight o'clock. Eight <laughs> <laughs> <Hate> o'clock. <laughs> is um, the other kind of storytelling that is a story based on a lie. Oh it's yeah. Like, these romantic comedies that hmm. s- the story... Oh, he thinks I'm someone else. And I'm going to keep pretending that I'm that person for the entire movie. Even though it makes no sense. Hate yeah. it. Yeah. If I know that is the premise, yeah. I stop watching. It really doesn't work. <laughs> there was this really weird movie that I found about this week. Do you know how sometimes sort of something pops up? Kind of like a notification in your head where you go, I remember this movie and I want to watch it again. Or yeah, I remember all this... The time. And so, I do then. Exactly. So I've, uh, I haven't found it yet, but I think it, I can probably like find it somewhere to rent on iTunes or whatever. It's a movie with Fran Drescher and Timothy Dalton. <laughs> and it's called The Beautician and the Beast. <laughs> and it is based sort of on a weird premise where they think she's a science teacher, even though she's a beautician. Mm-hmm. And um, she is signed on to be the science teacher of the for the it's very sound of music actually mm-hmm. for the uh, the children of a dictator from like a teeny tiny european country and it's so dumb but it's i really remember really enjoying that movie when i was younger <laughs> so i'm sorry tangent <laughs> iconic mm, iconic i love it yeah do you watch the crown that's the other thing. Oh my god, you are totally not moving with the zeitgeist. <laughs> I can I keep seeing it mm. as a recommendation recommended. Yeah. A recommendation. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't move actually, you, it seems. No no no. Mm? I actually pressed play yesterday. Mm. And then I fell asleep. Turned the TV <laughs> off after one minute because I think no <laughs> not today. I resist. I resist. I will But, but not, not today. today. Okay. It's very beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I really want to see... Um, Gillian Anderson? Yeah, exactly. Oh, she's yeah. so wonderful. I know, like, I've heard mixed reviews. Have you seen it? I have, yeah. Oh, okay. I've been that shit like crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it, but there's people I know that knew, like, that were alive during Thatcher, kind of, yeah. and they say, it's okay, it's too much, the voice is too much, the hair is too much, it's too oh. much. Eh, 
I don't know. I think it's excellent. I think she's doing a really <laughs> good job. Uh, and it's a good... They really work well with storytelling in that show. Like... The, th the problem is that if I watch it, I will think all of it happened like that. Who, well, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> live in that world live in it okay yeah just sure. do it it's nice it's really fun to watch have you watched the umbrella academy andrew no oh my god i can't with you okay this 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 pop culture class is over i can't do this on my own <laughs> I need something. Maybe we need to next time uh, prepare. Yes, I should. Us in yeah. like a month. So you can like, like catch up. This is what we're yeah. going to talk about next time. Yeah. So, so I have to watch, watch what you've watched shit. and vice versa. Yeah. Because what is another one of yours then? Let's at least see if I am with the times, with your times. Oh, you didn't watch anything. You work too much. <laughs> True. All I watched is, is, is old Mission Impossible movies. And, and YouTube essays. Oh, sure. About yeah. Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. I Never watched mind. all the Tenet essays, mm -hmm. all the Mission Impossible essays. Oh, and a big pop culture thing is that Tom Cruise went out on a, a rant about. Uh, did you hear that? I saw a thumbnail, but I haven't Tom watched Tom Cruise his. went mad. He was angry that they didn't. Follow COVID regulations, yeah. correct? Yeah. Which is better for him to get mad about than some other stuff, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Good on him trying to do the right thing. Yeah, but of course it's it's kind of saving his movie, right? Yeah, true. It's a smart thing to do, probably. Because they were filming in Italy. Mm -hmm. And... Everything is super strict, mm. and the only reason why they can do it is because they arranged all this shit, yeah, so they could shoot this movie in yeah. during this totally during normal the time. times, yeah. And it's actually pretty impossible. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it's yeah. So um, everything has to go well, yeah. Otherwise. Those They're done for. The, the tiniest little thing, yeah. and it will cost the studio millions. Yeah. So. so it makes sense for him to... To freak out! To freak out, yeah. <laughs> But... Okay. That's... Yeah, I haven't watched all the Mission Impossible movies, or the Mission mm. Impossible essays, or the Tenet essays, so I'm, I guess I'm also at fault here. <laughs> <laughs> How about music? What kind of music... Uh, Are oh, you obsessed with this um, year? Well, that was really fun. I um, uh, So I'm taking a little social media break right now, which is really nice. Is It's very nice, quiet yeah. in my head. But before I did, somewhere over in August, I asked all my followers to share with me their favorite albums. Mm -hmm. And I've been listening to a lot of them. And that's really cool. It's a really cool way to find new music. Um, although I do have to say that obviously you sort of like automatically revert back to what your actual exact tastes are. Yeah. But still, it's um, it's been really fun way to sort of broaden my musical horizon, you know, make your world a little bit bigger even in terms <laughs> of music. Um, but I listen to, well, the Lion King album still, the new Miley, the new Taylor. Um, I also really like uh, Petit Biscuit. Petit Biscuit? Petit Biscuit. Yeah, I think you'd like that French. too. Yeah. 
Um, it, it popped up randomly in my like, hey, this person has a new album. So like, yay, I don't know who you are, but let's give it a listen. Um, and it's really nice. It's really f- beautiful. Nice. Uh, there's a couple of songs that you might know of, of him, but his album is also pretty cool. Um, what else? Yeah, I think that's about it. The biggest ones. I'm obsessed with Jack Harlow. Mm. You know from What's Poppin'? No. Brand new whip just hopped in? No. No? No. I got options. No. <laughs> Best that bitch like Stockton? That somehow? Just Jarson? I'm not sure. I'm gonna spend this holiday locked in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no? fiving. I'm chilling. Oh yeah. Uh, he's, such, he's, he's such a great... He's a, uh, a white rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, very... Very casual, very mm. laid back, but very talented. Oh, nice. And he just dropped a new album. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Oh, it's one of those albums that you can just listen to from start to finish. Cool. And not skip. Nice, just I like, like that. Just like the Ariana Grande album. Right. Which I can also play from start to finish. Good, And okay. I like albums like that. Yeah, me too. It's like it's it. It's the best way. Like, yeah. it, sure, it's... Inevitable that for most albums, there are some songs where you're just like, eh, I'll mm-hmm. skip that one. Mm-hmm. But if there's an album that you love from start to finish, that's that's gold. Yeah, that's, that's gold. gold. That yeah. is gold. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, let's go to obsessions, Andrew. I think it's time. <gasps> it is time. Do you want to hear my sad and weird obsession? Oh. Oh, my God. Go ahead. I've started playing Sudokus obsessively. Really? Yes. Did, do you have the, those like new books? I did. I bought three. I'm 32. I live in the year 2020, and somehow I ordered three Sudoku books. <laughs> Is that the, the, pro, the plural of a Sudoku? Is Sudoku? Sudokai? <laughs> <laughs> One Sudoku, two Sudoku, right? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know why, but for some reason I started like obsessively playing Sudokus somewhere over the course of the summer. Oh, you don't know why? No, I really don't. I found this old Sudoku book, like a New York Times Sudoku book that I've had like for 10 years, probably. I I was cleaning out my office because um, I had to like redecorate a little bit. And I found this book and I started to make them and I went from difficult to fiendish to super fiendish no (laughs) and i finished it and i was just like oh my god what i'm gonna do and then i bought like three sudoku books are you actually so you're good at it i don't know if i'm good at it but i keep playing them (laughs) (laughs) i really enjoy making them i don't know something about it just my brain just latches onto it no i don't like numbers i'm a language guy I really, I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not into numbers usually, but for some reason the, the system and the, the putting it in the right place and the logic of it just sort of like, it's, I don't know, for some reason my brain just latched on and is now like completely into it. Well, you should be happy about that. I think because it's healthy. You can do this forever. Yeah. And I can like, and you yeah. can um, train your brain forever if you like this forever. Yeah. I hope I don't like this forever because it still feels a bit sad. But for now, I'm just like riding the wave of the obsession and just doing it. <laughs> I think it's fun. But it's, I know this is so weird. So this is what COVID has done to me. I started playing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn how you, have, COVID. How have you been impacted by, by COVID-19? <laughs> <laughs> what are you obsessed with? Oh my God. I have a whole list. Mm. What? Never mind. Just keep going. <laughs> keep going. 
Well, I have been adding lots of things to my shopping cart lately. <laughs> oh, yes, add to shopping cart. Yeah, let's call this section, what did you add to shopping cart? What did you add to shopping cart? <laughs> nice. Okay, so I started, I needed new shoes. Um, and you know how I like waterproof shoes mm -hmm. and boots and yes. things. But I also like Air Force Ones. Sure. So now I have the ultimate Venn diagram. Oh my god. Let me show you. These are my Oh my god. Black with <gasps> gum sole. Amazing. And with the pink socks, you style icon. Gore-Tex. Oh my god. Air Force Ones. Gore-Tex is this is this certain material, yeah, right? It's this yeah. certain outdoorsy yes, material yes. that keeps you dry and warm. <laughs> so uh -huh. these are waterproof. Wow. But sneakers. Yeah. But also chunky. Yet funky. Yet funky. And I could just slip them on. Nice. And it's awesome. Good for you. In other news, mm -hmm. I also bought Timberland boots, but the safety the safety shoe version. So they're tax deductible. Wow, okay. Yeah, so they look like normal Timberland boots. Yeah. But they have steel noses, oh. they have a steel bottom, they are Whoa. waterproof, everything static resistant. Wow, amazing. Super cool. Yeah. So I can now just... Uh, I can just, after a hard day of work in the workshop, mm. I can go to the backcourt. You can. <laughs> and you still look stylish and yeah. perfect. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been shopping. Nice. Add the cart. Add the shopping add the cart. cart. What else did you sh did you add? I added to some things to cart. Um, <laughs> so, because I'm home all the time, and this is basically the year where I've decided that bras are just useless. Um, I've been... Um, <laughs> Love it. I've just went... Um, my obsession is chill. Outfits, so like mm. comfortable pants, comfortable shirts, warm, comfortable socks and stuff. And for Susanna and our mine, um, we always swap gifts for mm -hmm. Christmas. And the theme this year was like chillaxing, Comf. comfy outfits. And um, so I bought this hilarious leopard print onesie. Oh, I saw it. I put it on the gram. And I actually, I didn't own any leopard before this. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just, I like it on other people, but it's just not something that really, really fits my style necessarily. And I bought this for Susanna, who really does like a lot of leopard. And this was kind of more of a joke because it's not something that you would wear when you're like giving an online class or whatever. But I still, I liked it enough to buy it for her. And so I um, bought it for her and then I got it out of the packaging and I touched it and I was just like, oh, play the harp. Oh! <laughs> I touched it and it was just so soft and warm. So then I bought one for myself and now we both have them. So that's very comfortable. And she bought me this really, really nice black chill like joggers. And they're like really soft um, fleece on the inside and it's just amazing it's like your legs are getting a hug from like a care bear it's just so mm. wonderful so i've been obsessed with warm chill clothes to wear around the house wow yeah me too i bought an adidas tracksuit oh, to wear perfect. around the house yeah nice i know i know how you like adidas i do and i think it's the coolest thing 
to have an Adidas tracksuit. I feel like such yeah. a hooligan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're gonna yeah. wreak havoc. Yeah. Oh, nice. In other news, I stood in line at the Louis Vuitton store in the back of oh. for the first time in my life. Wow. How was that experience? And that was weird. Mm. Because um, I needed a gift. Mm-hmm. And I know needed. I knew exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. So I had it on my phone. Turns out everybody in line already knows what they want. Otherwise, oh, you don't really? stand in line. Yeah. Then there is this first gatekeeper mm-hmm. who asks, "What do you want? Yeah. Oh what my are God. you coming to get? Yeah. And then you show them on your phone what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then she takes her phone and tr- looks into the system. system if they have it or not. Oh. If they don't, you can just... Fuck off. You, yeah. You are, <laughs> you are nicely Dismissed. escorted out, yeah. out to the Gucci shop. <laughs> and then uh, if they have it, you're welcomed in by someone else. Oh. And it's Wow, it's the, what a it's journey. The craziest thing. Mm. So did they have the thing they that you had wanted? It okay. Because I checked online. Ah, great. It was sold out online, otherwise mm. I would have just added yeah. the cart. But this it, it was available in store. Sure. And it was this was one day before lockdown three. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So I went in and had this the nick amazing of time, my experience. Wow. Of being at the Louis Vuitton shop mm. finally knowing what it's like to stand in line <laughs> what a luxury experience to stand Ex- in line yeah so much it's the weirdest thing yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> and I was so happy because I got to buy gifts for my sister and my mom for Christmas and her their birthdays mm-hmm. and I was like five days in, in advance oh so good so Having gifts, mm, so relaxing. Knowing, so I I went to their birthdays, mm-hmm. but we had the lockdown for five days already. Yeah, and I had the I had the gifts. That's so good. So that means I was prepared. Exactly. That's I love shopping means. in advance. That's what it means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so proud of that. I know. So and I, that's a great feeling. I'm here. Bear, I come bearing gifts. Exactly. And I got them. Who the man? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's nice. I proved that it wasn't last minute. Exactly. <laughs> you did. Yeah. No, yeah. I got all my Christmas shopping done like in the beginning of December because I that's knew crazy. this was going to be yeah. a shit show. So I figured I'd, I, was, I was better off getting all my shit early. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else am I obsessed with? The brownie coffee cookies with sea salt that I got from uh, an American recipe site. I've been making those for like all my friends this December. You've been really cooking. I have. I really enjoy making things. And I bought my boyfriend a stand mi- stand-up mixer. Mm. Stand mixer, whatever. It's, I don't know. It was a thing. And um, I've only used it for the cookies. But Vincent has also has made pizza dough. He's made Fit Boy cakes, which are basically cakes with like <laughs> dates and yogurt and oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, almonds, yeah. flour and whatever. It's it's actually really delicious, but it's just... It sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, so Fit we've been baking. Cakes? Yeah, I, I call it his, his, his Fit Boy cakes. Yeah. <laughs> He's been really like working on his fitness during the lockdown. Can you imagine buying Fitboy cakes? Like actually branded Fitboy cakes? I think that would totally work. That would work. Yeah. Fitboy. Fitboy. I think a lot of people would enjoy that. B O I. Like Fit 
BOI. <laughs> Fit boy. Yeah. Yeah. So whoever steals our brand, uh, steals this brand name, you're welcome. 105 grams of protein. <laughs> Fit boy cakes. That would be so smart. <laughs> okay. We're going to brainstorm our new business venture afterwards. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been making those cookies and um, I think I got the recipe through Monique from Cooley and from okay. writing and stuff. One of my friends and um, I've been making that a lot. So it's Sudoku and cookies for me, man. Wait, do you still meal prep? You don't have to meal no, prep. No, <laughs> I don't. No, because I'm at home all the time. Yeah. Oh, another thing. It's kind of pop culture, but I'm also obsessed with it. It's the podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. Mm. It's a podcast made by um, the people who work in the Good Mythical Kitchen, which is yeah, like, you, um, I, I think I talked you, you about you them talked before. About this. Yeah. And the podcast is a really fun concept. So they debate a food yeah, statement, yeah, such yeah, as yeah, pineapple yeah. does not belong on pizza. That is fantastic. And then I love at, that. at the end, they also um, talk about other people's food opinions that are sent to them via Twitter. And I don't know, they're just, it's so hilarious. People are so fucked up when it comes to food. People do mm-hmm. so many weird things. <laughs> but it's also like really fun to hear them like raise about stuff and at one point they read out a a tweet from someone who basically said something along the lines of I don't understand why everyone likes coleslaw it's just wet salad get it away from me and just make me laugh so much I I really thought it was so funny I don't like it that much but Vincent really loves it so I let him like I let him hear that particular clip and made him laugh so I, I really I recommend that and I think that podcasts and music and movies and tv shows are a really great way to sort of like broaden your horizon and really entertain and, and enjoy yourself during these times. I was actually featured in an article in Elle, the magazine, Ooh. about feel-good stuff. So like your favorite books, your favorite movies, TV, nice. all the things that make you laugh, like little cat videos on YouTube or TikTok. And I talked to, in that article, I was interviewed by a really wonderful journalist. And um, uh, I basically, I don't feel like it's like, escapism which was basically kind of what she asked me like do you think it's like it's an escape like i always feel like that's such a bad term it's kind of like you have to escape but for me feel good like pop culture and like diving into like games or videos or whatever it's um it's recharging it's recharging isn't it also an integral part of life it's an it's a part of the human experience part of living yeah exactly and i think it's very healthy because um you have to take these moments of joy you have to find them and create them and and consume them and that helps you so i think it's actually i actually think it's a form of mindfulness to be honest because i know that like watching tv and and movies or playing video games has a bad rap when it comes to relaxing because a lot of people say that so much stimulation that it doesn't actually relax you well i'm not sure that i agree with that i do agree that books reading books is one of the ways that your entire system so your body brain and everything slows down that's true Mm -hmm. but i don't necessarily agree that watching a movie or a tv show or a video playing a video game is um not relaxing because i really do think that it is sure you shouldn't maybe do it for like the entire day or (laughs) like four days and just like come out disheveled and 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 concerned but the love diminishing returns applies exactly but other than that yeah go off enjoy i always um think back to the olden days mm-hmm. just if things are complex right now right yeah it's so like is a video game a good idea mm. to do yeah then i think about like what if there is this simple group of people in the in the forest mm-hmm. who live in a village right next mm-hmm. to a river 
there are a few people hunting, mm-hmm. a few people cooking, a few people, and there are some activities. Yeah. Like simple, simple, simple. What is the equivalent of that? Yeah. Right now, like, would would the kids be playing? Would the people be making music? Mm. Would the tribe be singing together? Yeah. Would uh, right after you've hunted a fish? Yeah. Oh, huh? When you after e- when you've, you've done eaten that, it, when yeah. you've eaten it, isn't it a good idea to hang out sure. and do something fun? Exactly. And right. That's, yeah. And that is integral part of the the life. Yeah. Right. And watching people sing, perform, yes. play something is also, also that. Also stimulating, yeah. inspiring and, exactly. and stimulating. And that's a really good way to yeah. put it, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's my baseline. Nice. If, 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 some, if, if people question things, yeah. I go back to that. Smart. That is like, hmm. Also, nice. what is money? You know, I, I, mm. I go back. Yeah. And it's like, it's the agreement between these people. Exactly. And yeah. I don't need 50 chickens. No. <laughs> <laughs> how about we make something in between? Yeah, something that can be transferred yeah. for how many chickens I want and then something else. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about Bitcoin, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to, to conclude this podcast, this giant-ass podcast, what do you want your word for 2020 to be? Can you go first? Sure. Okay. My word for 2021 is going to be heart. Mm. Following my heart, opening my heart, doing things that my heart tells me to do, kind of, because I'm a very cerebral person and I like to think about things and I like to explain things and like to analyze things. Um, And for 2021, in my work, in my writing, in my friendships and my relationships in the things that I want to do for myself in building the home I just want to follow my heart and be more heart based in beautiful. the things that I do that is beautiful thank you not to judge your answer but it's beautiful <laughs> solid then <laughs> five stars no th- thanks but I, I thought about it a lot because um, I like at the end of the year you always start sort of like to evaluate but also look forward mm-hmm. and I think that I have the tendency to be very rational and cerebral and, and sort of like I don't know I work more with what's in front of me than what's inside of me so to speak and I think um, wow yeah no but seriously like I am very like I react to I just visualized that <laughs> <laughs> I react to the things that are happening around me. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's also very logical. But um, I don't think... I think it would be nice to be more like focused on this particular part of my heart. And then listening to that a bit more in doing things. Instead of just like reacting to what's happening around me. Nice. So there we go. I think I would go for momentum. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Because... Things are going so well right now. Mm, yeah. And I sometimes fear, fear, mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go, mm-hmm. that this is just a, a moment mm-hmm. or that don't get used to this because oh, right. it won't yeah. be like this good forever. Yeah. Better enjoy it while it lasts. Better enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. You will trip. <laughs> mm, exactly. That type of energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah. Because... I'm also enjoying this so much right mm. now. It's like, yeah. yeah. 
all the the, the the things that I questioned before, like should I specialize mm. or and now it's like no. No. Aren't you happy that you didn't specialize? Because exactly. now, now you're the, the the ultimate generalist. Yeah. And everyone is coming to you, giving yeah. you finally some really you know, dope things to dope do. Things. Yeah. And it's because you do so many things. Exactly. Because you can do it all. Yeah. And it's really awesome. And nice. it's like wow. And I'm so, so happy momentum. Right now. So momentum. I'd like to just keep this energy and just yeah. ride keep going. it. And keep yeah. going and just start Yeah. Yeah. Build, well, momentum builds momentum. Build this. Yeah. Yeah. And don't do do anything stupid. <laughs> <laughs> don't sabotage. No, don't self sabotage. Ride the momentum. Build the momentum. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're still with us, thank you so much for listening to this giant ass episode. And I want to thank you for being with us, even though we were a little bit more absent this year than usual. Um, and I want to thank Andrew for being such a great co-host and for doing this podcast with me. I want to thank you all again for listening. And um, let's make 2021 a wonderful year. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Like, hit subscribe, that notification hit bell. Hit that notification <laughs> bell for plenty of more podcasts to come. Bye. Bye-bye.